stress is the epidemic of 21st century. When you turn on the stress response and you can't turn it off, this is the road to disease. Welcome to Long Live Podcast. I'm your host, Ace Tricoskaita. I'm here to remind you the power of your mind and that you are the creator of your life and your story. We'll talk about all things mind, body and soul and the connection between our inner dialogue, our thoughts and how it affects our bodies. I will share my best advice, lessons and mindset shifts so you could stop overthinking and find peace of mind. Stress leads to the worst things. It leads to dying early, for example. How many times you couldn't sleep because you were so stressed? Or you couldn't perform at your best at work? Or couldn't find an innovative solution because your mind was in a survival mode, trying to deal with the daily stresses? Stress can be a poison, but it's a natural way of life as well. So you need to learn how to deal with it. It won't go anywhere. You might think it will disappear when you will achieve a particular phase in your life or in a career. But yeah, the only way it disappears is when you're dead. On this planet, there will always be stressors. As long as we are alive, we will be experiencing stress and this indicates that we are alive actually. So there's nothing wrong in general well, about stress. The only thing that makes it bad is that we get stuck in it. We don't move out of stress patterns after we have experienced it. We cannot avoid stress, but we can change our approach towards it and change the effect it has on our minds and our bodies. Because uncontrolled stress that stays in your mind for far too long or in your body can really mess it up big time. So when we live through hardships in personal or professional life, even though, even though it makes us feel like shit when it's happening, with the right mindset and attitude, you can really emerge from it with the experience and new knowledge new insights and lessons learned. It's important to know and remember that you need a moderate amount of discomfort to grow and maintain a beneficial adaptation in your body and mind. So stress can be beneficial, but it can also ruin your life. So just to further talk about stress, I want you to know that stress is everywhere. You can't run away from it or go on vacation from stress because no matter where you go, it always comes with you because it's an internal feeling. So you need to change your internal conversation around stress, your beliefs, and this is when things will start changing. In most of our daily lives, stress is a daily thing with face from almost the second we wake up because you wake up in the morning and you probably get on your phone that thing is full of stimulations it activates a lot of functions in your brain some of you read emails scroll social media or answer answer messages and you instantly give your time to someone else and not even noticing you start your day with applications which are stressful and restrictive. 
Then you jump out of bed and there are so many things you need to do. More stress comes up, all the to-do list and so on. Then there's personal life and all the things there. The stress starts before you even start the real workday, right? So each day we are bombarded with stress and there's this physical stress and psychological stress. And it's good to focus on both of those because uh, the physiological stress is created when we are exercising and we're giving stress to our bodies and even when we're breathing and so on. Yeah, and the pollution in the air and everything. So this time we will be focusing more on psychological stress, but how it is shown in your body in a physical way, felt in a physical way. I want you to know that stress is the epidemic of 21st century. When you turn on the stress response and you can't turn it off, this is the road to disease. Because no organism can live in an emergency mode for an extended period of time. If you keep using enormous amounts of energy to protect yourself from outer world, there's no energy left for your inner world to grow, repair and heal. And also, stress is addictive, my dear friends. You can get addicted to that feeling of the arousal state when certain chemicals are released to your body, to your system when you're stressed. And then you start using the problems and mental loops and thinking patterns to get yourself back into that state. Because it seems like you want to be more in that state for your body. Even though it's completely unhealthy, you become addicted, like an addict to this state. And I know that's an unusual approach to look into this. I know that. But when it sounds, even though it sounds incredibly weird, this is what we all do. We all have done that. This is what just being a human means. Many people don't realize they live in a constant stress state all the time because they get so used to it. And being stressed is their new normal. I was that person. I thought it was normal. My body wouldn't be able to relax and it would think that it's unnormal to be relaxed and cozy and enjoying life and having fun. So you become so used to it that you have starting to have no idea of what it feels like and what it means to live in a calm state, to be relaxed and live like this for a while. And yeah, after I got out of living like this, there are still some people who try to convince me it's normal to feel stressed all the time and yeah, and just be busy. But I don't agree. I enjoy being happy and I enjoy being content and chill and yeah, just enjoy my life as much as I can. A lot of people think that working harder will take them further in life. And at first, this strategy works in the beginning stages, 
but it can only take you to a certain level. Working harder will just only take you so far. You can extend your work day uh, to 9, 10, 12 hours per day, but just let me guess how long will it last until you get burned out. And this is where you stop because you can't push any forward any longer. This is the time when you realize that you forgot to change the batteries and it's time to replace them. Well, that's a tough realization. Extreme exhaustion is not surprising to any doctor these days. But do you need to take yourself this far? Working and trying to be your best is great, don't get me wrong, and there's time to do that. But if you really want to leverage your progress, time and energy and feel good while doing that, there's process to achieve it in a more effective way. So let me know if this is you. You feel burnout and working really hard, spending a lot of time on your work and concentrating on how to have a better income, feeling drained after your workday and not wanting to do anything that excites you and bringing all that stress and anxiousness to your relationship with your spouse or your partner. Or it feels that nothing can go right. You don't feel good enough or ready enough to start your own business or in your professional practice. There are some periods where you feel that you can climb the mountain and then you lose all the motivation. Or sometimes you can feel overwhelmed with all the tools and practices that you could do to take the stress away but you're not sure what to do and when. So if you said yes to any of these or all of them, what if we are obsessed with the tactics so much that we are actually missing the foundation that reduces the stress in our bodies? I want to give you some insights into what you might have known counterintuitively. The ultimate human experience is to unlock what is more within you. If you could bring more of your true self to be more present, it's just really about training your mind to be at this moment and to be fully yourself, 100% yourself and participate in that moment. That's how you unlock your full potential, not by pushing harder. And it's just relieving to know that. So the key to have a sound mind and to be able to bring yourself back to what's going on right now. That's the biggest thing that I have learned. It seems so simple, yet sometimes so hard to do. When we are anxious, we want to escape the reality that we created. We want to escape the strong and juicy feelings and we try to be strong and we think it will go away but it usually never does. We have this fear that if we will go into the dark heart of those feelings, we'll go down deep the rabbit hole, we won't be able to emerge. But the more you try to have strong armor and suppress those feelings and not flow with it, the more resistance it creates and we get stuck in those situations and those emotions. So you need to be able to create space in everything that you do and create space in your mind and thoughts. And this is how you do it. The space between your thoughts is when you're trying to navigate the course and you can see the course in a distance, the path. 
it's like having the vision that guides you through the process. You see a bigger picture. That makes all the difference because then if, for example, imagine a map, if you were in a car and you go, you would go above the traffic and you could see all the cars and the traffic um, uh, in a distance and like the whole map of the location. This is your internal map that can let you just to relax and navigate simply through this. But when you don't create this space, what ends up happening is that when you go to work, you're carrying anxiety. And when you're in a car driving, you're carrying anxiety. And when you go to the cinema, you're also carrying anxiety. And there's just one thing that unites it all is that you are doing things in an anxious way. So it means that there is no balance in your mind. And anxiety is not a fear that something is going wrong, but an excessive fear that something might go wrong. Having a thought something bad might happen, that's like totally cool. It's gonna keep you alive. But the excessiveness of thinking about it kicks off the autonomic nervous system, which is made of sympathetic and parasympathetic channels. And when you use your strong mind imagination that something bad might happen, and if you are thinking excessively about it, that something might go wrong, your sympathetic sympathetic system turns on. And for the brain, it's hard to tell if something is going to happen or if it's just your imagination. It really can't tell the difference. So your mind becomes ready. Your mind becomes ready to save you from danger and it starts scanning the world around you and the space, the internal space that should be safe becomes unsafe for you. It doesn't save for you to go in anymore and that's when the stress is really overwhelming. When people try to tell you like, oh, just meditate and close your eyes and just like go inside of you and you can't do that because there's no space. There's no safe space inside of you. And that is very stressful for you and your body and your mind. That's what creates a lot of like distortion in your body. And the mind, it meets the demand. If you are like, stressing out and thinking about something excessively it turns on the feelings and the sensations in your body because your mind can't tell that you are just imagining things and it becomes real and this is when anxiety panic attacks and just like feeling stressed out all the time comes and then a series of of physiological changes start to take place in your body that were designed to keep you safe. Your heart rate goes up when you become anxious, your thoughts race or it becomes completely blank, your palm starts to sweat, you get butterflies in your stomach, which is actually oxygen leaving your stomach and going to your limbs. So you could run faster and further from danger and save you from the tiger. 
and you are switching into fight, flight or freeze mode, which is these are simple biological factors that start happening in your body when you are affected by stress. So to make sure, uh, so this is the system's response to make sure that you will be safe. The blood sugar goes up, so it could deliver more glucose to your brain. It's great if you are facing real threat. Blood pressure rise, so you could deliver more oxygen to your brain. You feel butterflies in the stomach. The blood goes from the digestive organs to your limbs. So you will be able to run away from the tiger. Your amygdala, the emotional part in the brain, becomes hyperreactive. It's good if you're walking in a dark alley and you don't want to get attacked or if you are like in wilderness, but not in your daily lives. The blood in your veins become prone to clotting. So if you were attacked uh, and scratched by that lion, that wild predator, you wouldn't bleed to death. These are very smart, complex mechanisms that we designed to keep us safe. But the problem is now many of us are having stress activated not because of wild predators, but because of our daily lives. There is a way to use these mechanisms only when you need it. It's your chance to rewire your brain and learn how to respond rather than react to the situation. Up to 70 and 90 of all conditions that doctors find in their patients are in some way related to stress. You might be thinking, what the heck at this moment, but it's a deadly root cause of many diseases. Damn it, right? I myself had seven imbalances, dysfunctions <laughs> in my body caused by stress. So I bet you have some too. And yes, you should be shocked because there should be more conversations around it. But by managing how we react to stress, we can live longer actually. Stress elimination is one of the main contributors to living a long life. Elimination is when you eliminate as many unnecessary stressors in your life and learn how to adapt to stress in a healthier way. Let's get clear why stress is a good strategy to cope with danger in the short term, but becomes deadly in the long term. Our stress response got developed in hunters and gatherers communities when we were attacked by wild predators. And there is a series of smart mechanisms that turn on the stress response that we talked about. And once we shift from the parasympathetic system, rest and digest, to the sympathetic system, fight, flight or freeze. And these stress responses are very much needed and they are there to protect us. But the problem is when they are there for way too long and the stress response becomes prolonged. So one of the ways is to surrender to life and only control the controllables. If you can't control it, then let it go, which is not that easy as it looks. Or you can also use this psychological framework. So think about the worst thing, the worst case scenario that can happen. Take yourself to that path. And the second path, 
think if you could deal with it and think to yourself, if it's the worst thing that might happen and I can deal with that, it means you can manage it. So when you come back from this exercise, you're like, okay, so whatever happens might happen and I can deal with that even though I have my personal preference how I would love to things how I would love things to go but I can deal with whatever comes my way so many times people just worry about the things that don't affect their lives so deeply and forget to put the right things in the place to focus their energy on to focus on the things that matter the most to them when you think about anything in your life and you extract just one thing from it everything becomes overwhelming if you focus just on that one thing so now think about stress and anxiety and you can tell to yourself if this is just one thing that I'm dealing with and everything else is fine then I'm having a great life. If struggles at work are something that you're going through, that means everything is going right and that is the only step that is bothering you. 